Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy New Year, Pittsburgh, and welcome into another edition of the Fan Early Morning Show. Bill Steinbach III here with you. With the first show of the year, first show of the new decade, right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hopefully that you had a happy and a safe New Year's Eve and a happy and healthy New Year and that you are maybe got some excitement planned for today. Hopefully some time to spend with loved ones, family, have some pork and sauerkraut. That's what we're going to be doing in the Steinbach household, a New Year's tradition to kick the year off the right way. But welcome in. Once again, I'm Bill Steinbach III. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny3. You can submit, submit me some questions in throughout the week when I'm hosting shows and producing. Always a fun place to catch up with listeners on Twitter. So what do you want to talk about? It's the first show of the decade. It's a new decade of sports. So let's look ahead. I think we have had enough of the looking back and that's all all fun good and um excuse me it's good and well to do that look back on some of the best moments from the previous decade of sport but let's look ahead to the next decade and try to get an idea of what may be in store for us are we going to see a lot of changes are we going to see a lot of new things happening in Pittsburgh sports and in some national sports are we going to see major changes happening to this structure of some of these organizations maybe with fan engagement, and things like that. Let's also look at just this year. You know, it's a new year. What are you excited about sports-wise for this upcoming year? Are there any games you're going to be going to, events? What are you going to circle on your calendar as the events that you want to make sure that you're watching or perhaps attending? I think it's a great time of the year to start planning those things, talking about maybe going for vacations, things like that. It's always an exciting time to look ahead. And right now, you know, with it being winter, it's kind of cold outside. It's that gloomy time of the year. Why not look ahead to some brighter days that are coming down the road? But let's look at right now. Let's do a quick recap, though, of maybe where you're at as a Pittsburgh sports fan. Let's look at, you know, the Steelers having their season end this past week. Did it end the way that you wanted it to? They obviously didn't make the playoffs. I think that they had to deal with quite a few Challenges throughout this whole season really ran out of the gate from that first game against New England that they didn't perform anywhere near the level that they needed to, and that was with Roethlisberger. And then they have the whole thing with him getting injured, and then they find out that he's out for the season, the whole quarterback fiasco, the thing with Miles Garrett in Cleveland. There was a lot of things that they had to deal with throughout this year. So let's talk about what grade would you give them. I, I think you have to give them a B-, minus, maybe even a C plus somewhere in that range. Yeah, they had a good year. But then again, we we always heard about the same things going wrong. They didn't have a plan, it seemed like. They didn't kind of fix things as the season progressed from there. And I understand that when you have so many injuries happening and you have to adapt on the fly, that that is a tough thing to go out and do. 
But at some point, this is the top echelon of the sport. you got to do a little bit better job, I think, at being prepared for things. When do they go wrong? And they didn't seem to have a backup plan in place. And I think that was their big problem that really cost them a lot of games this season. And not even just losing to teams that they should beat. They lost games that they should have been winning. And I think case in point is how many times, and I said this last week on the show, how many times did we see them start off strong, we get to the second half, and things just fall apart? Or even the other way around, we get to the second half and they're down by a large margin. Those are the sort of things that we we just can't deal with and have happening with the team. But let's look ahead to, before we get into some more Steelers stuff, let's look ahead to some stuff that's happening right now. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Obviously, yesterday, with the news of Jake Gensel having that shoulder surgery, he's going to be out for four to six months, which, if you look ahead, that puts him coming back, if they make it that far into the playoffs, right at a critical time. And if he does come back, will he even be a factor? Because, obviously, coming back from an injury, coming back from a surgery, he's probably not going to be the same guy right out of the box. So, I mean, that's kind of the theme of Pittsburgh sports last year. Let's hopefully that changes in 2020, if you will, with guys not getting injured. But I think that's going to be a critical thing for the Penguins to deal with. They have been playing exceptionally well, and they've kind of been the backstory due to the Steelers still playing. But now that the Steelers have wrapped up their season, the Penguins have kind of come to the forefront. We're in that window of time where they're the only ones playing. And the Pirates haven't had, you know, Pirate Fest yet. They're not even in spring training. So it's all on the Penguins right here. So they've got an opportunity here. This is that point in the season when a lot of people always say, oh, I'll, I'll watch the Penguins in January. I'll watch hockey then. Well, we're here now. Are they going to watch? What's, what's it going to be like? What is this team going to be capable of as we work further into kind of the critical portion of their season where it's going to be make or break time. And not that the early season games don't matter. Of course, they all matter. Every win means something. But we're in that point of the year now where these are the games that are going to get them into the playoffs. These are the games that are going to give them momentum heading into the playoffs. And if they can perform well and sort of peak at the right time, that's been the key with this team. And really, they've been one of the better teams really across all of hockey, if you look at it lately. So I, I think that could be a little bit of an issue. You know, if they can get through January, if they can deal with some of these injuries, if they can make it through this, I want to say rough stretch, but if they can make it through this kind of a trying time and still perform well, once we get to February, okay, maybe then they're legitimate. Maybe that's what, what we're going to see if they get into the playoffs with that sort of strength. And I think that's been, we, we've always talked about the big advantage the Penguins had when they had those back-to-back cups a couple of years ago, and that was their speed. Part of that speed also was peaking at the right time, which across all sports is obviously the key to winning a championship. And the Penguins have been very good with that. I, I think that that's something they have to look forward to in doing. If they can get through January, you know, they have a lot of these injuries. Obviously, Gensel's going to be out for the earliest it's looking like he'll return is going to be in April. So, I mean, that's a long time. I think with something like that, you have to plan for, not plan for the worst, but you have to be prepared for the worst because 
well, quite honestly, that couldn't happen. You know, it, I mean, it's all based on the individual, how they recover from injury, the bounce back from that, those sorts of things. Coming up on the show, after this first break, we're going to look ahead to some other sporting events happening in 2020. I want to ask, what events are you most excited about in the coming year? Which ones are you going to check off on that calendar as something that you're either going to make sure that you watch or that you're going to go to? We're going to look into the Pirates season. Do you believe all the changes that they have been making? Are they actually going to bring any change with this team? We'll look into that. We'll also look ahead to some auto racing. We'll talk about the Rolex 24 sports car race that's coming up later this month and possibly some NASCAR racing. Well, that's all coming up here on the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Bill Steinbach on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Welcome back to the Fan Early Morning Show. Bill Steinbach here with you. Filling in for Matt Cole on this New Year's Day. I'll be here with you until 5.40, and then Ron Cook will take over. He's filling in for the uh, the usual guys from the Fan Morning Show, and he'll take you from 5.40 until 10 o'clock today. As I said, I'm Bill Steinbach. You can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny 3. And before that break, we were talking about what changes, what storylines are you most excited about in this 2020 sports calendar? whether it's Pittsburgh sports or outside of that, what events are you most excited about? And what do you think that the sports decade is going to shape up like? What the, Some of the big names now, do you think that they'll still be involved and they'll still be at this top level when we look back in 2030? I think it's an interesting conversation to have. What is going to change? If, if you could take yourself back from 10 to 20, it's, it's incredible to see the number of things that have changed and quite honestly, a lot of the things that haven't changed in the previous decade. So I want to get your thoughts on that at 412-928-9370. We can talk about the changes that are coming into the sports world in the next decade, whether that's the way rules are enforced, that's television contracts, that's teams' locations, stadiums, things like that. I'm going to get your thoughts on that. But also, before the break, was talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates and a lot of the changes that they have made really since the season has ended. And they've done that in sort of an unorthodox way, you know, with kind of letting people go far into the offseason for baseball, at least. And what does that do to the way that they look at next season? You know, how do they prepare? You know, the hiring of Ben Charrington and a lot of the other Pirates management and staff. Do you believe that anything is actually going to change? Are these changes going to bring change to this organization? Or do you think that it's just kind of more of the same? You look at the way Bob Nutting has done things with the team. I I don't think it's any secret that the fans haven't been happy. And I think after last year, they had to do something. With With the collapse that they had in that second half of the season, there really was no argument, rationale for them to kind of keep the same management team on board, if you will. They had to do something. I I think if you look at the attendance, yes, it was up last year statistically, but there was a lot of games you could watch, and there was a lot of empty seats. And empty seats is another topic for another day. I mean, across all of sports, we could do a whole show on that with, you know, people not going to the events themselves. But are are you a believer that these changes the Pirates have made are going to bring any change. I think that they could. I think that obviously that's the idea behind it. They want to make change. They want to bring people back into the games. They want to keep fans engaged. And 
you know, they, they've done a lot of things that have sparked conversation around the team, which I think a positive, I mean, you know, people all oh, good, any conversation, if they're talking, they're talking, that's a good thing. But we haven't seen good conversation around the Pirates really since those couple of years ago when they had those, uh, those playoff appearances. Whereas now it's been a lot of negative talk, so they had to make some sort of change. It was a it was an odd way that they did it with you know letting Hurdle go at the end of the season and then they waited so long really to hire anybody, so they they might have shorted themselves on being able to prepare. There's still plenty of time, quite frankly, for them to get ready and to be prepared for the next season. But it still comes off as you know what are you doing? Why are we waiting to do this so late? We'll have to wait and see, of course, find out what happens. And maybe that's what the team just needs. Some of these changes could just bring some new life into the organization, and that's sort of how things will work out. But the big thing to remember here is to not get crazy excited. We do it every year. It's May. They've won five games in a row. Oh, my goodness, they're going to the World Series. We don't need that to happen. It's the whole – we go through it every year. It's a long season, all those sort of cliches. I'll be excited if they can get to August and still have a legitimate playoff chance, still have a legitimate chance at looking at the postseason. And I, I don't want to hear the word, well, mathematically. Well, of course. I mean, everybody's pretty much in it mathematically until, you know, until the very end. So if they can get it that far, if they can make that change, slow progress. Do they need a full teardown and rebuild? I don't think so. I think if they bring in enough people who are smart enough to know what they're doing, and to not have knee-jerk reactions. You could argue that these hirings were knee-jerk reactions just to kind of please the fans. I don't think that's the case here, though. But I think that if we can see consistent and steady progress year to year to year, that should be the goal for this team. That should be the goal for this organization. And they can bring back fans, and they can bring back a lot of trust that way with the fan base. If they show steady progress, it's not just one flash in the pan of, oh my goodness, two great years, and then... You know, it's back to what we had 20 years of. So we don't need to see any more of that. All right, we've got one more break here, and then we're going to come back for our final segment. And in that segment, we're going to look at what events are you excited about for this season and what's coming up in particular. We're going to talk some sports car racing. I'm Bill Steinbach right here on Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. Welcome back into The Fan Early Morning Show. Bill Steinbach here with you for one final segment. Bill Steinbach the third. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Steiny3. Twitter is always an exciting place to to interact. Sometimes it gets out of control, but it's always kind of fun, you know. Can't complain about that one. First show of the year, first show of the the new decade right here on 93.7 The Fan. I'm excited to be with you guys bright and early on this New Year's Day. Hope that you had a safe New Year's Eve and we'll have a happy and healthy, safe 2020. So that last segment, we were talking some pirates there and about what they have to change coming up into the next year and what I think as an organization they need to change. And we'll have to wait and see, of course, if the changes they made are going to bring any new life back into the organization. At the top of the show, we talked about some of the Steelers and the Penguins and the way the Steelers' season ended and the way that the Penguins' season is progressing. But I also asked you in that top segment of the show. What are you most excited about sports-wise in 2020? Personally, 
I'm pretty excited for. We got a lot of big events coming up in the world of motorsports. I think first of all, let's talk about the Rolex 24-hour sports car race of Daytona. I think that's always an exciting event. It's it's an international event that brings drivers, racers, manufacturers from around the world really to participate at the World Center of Racing in Daytona Beach, Florida on the infield road course, which it's a very interesting event. It's kind of the kickoff, if you will, to the motorsports calendar season, definitely here in the United States. And it's one of the first big sporting events of the year. So I, I think that's a, an exciting event to check out. And it's a unique event. You see a lot of crossover. It's one of the few places you can see athletes from multiple disciplines of the sport participate in one thing. For example, NASCAR's Kyle Busch will be participating in that race. He'll be driving a Lexus. And from the IndyCar side of things, you'll have Ryan, Runter, Ryan hunter Ray will be racing with Team Mazda. So th- just two examples right there of the scores of drivers and teams that participate. And there's a lot of crossover there, and I think that gets you excited. And that's what I'm looking forward to, and it always gets me excited for Daytona Speed Weeks with the Daytona 500. Believe it or not, it's coming up. It's only about 40-something, just under 50 days away. And that's always an exciting sports weekend of the year. I think it's one of the bigger sports weekends of the calendar year. And it kind of falls in that perfect time. It's right after the Super Bowl. There's really nothing else going on. It's a great afternoon. And you always feel envious. You know, they're in Florida. It's warm. <laughs> you know, you look at that, you're excited. And it's a great way to kick off. Really, the um, another chapter in the American motorsports season. So I'm very excited about that. Let's look at the local side of that. We can talk about Chip Ganassi's cars in those series. We can look at, on the NASCAR side, he's got Kurt Busch and Kyle Larson. Let's look at how they perform. Busch has that new two-year contract extension, which I think is going to be big for him. He was able to get back to victory lane last year, and quite honestly, not the best of equipment that team has compared to some of the other organizations. So it was fun to see him be able to do that and really get up there and have to drive the car. And we can also look at Kyle Larson back to victory lane last year, twice actually, once in the All-Star race and once at the Dover Fall race that was in the playoffs. And that was, I don't want to call it a breakout win for him, but back to victory lane. He had a long winless streak there from that dated back until 2017. So that was great to see him get back to victory circle and really had a tough place to drive. You know, that's not a track that you can just roll into and kind of luck into a victory. So he he knows what he's doing, and I think that really shows his skill set there. But more with the the Ganassi guys, you know, I mentioned Kurt Busch has a two-year contract extension. You know, one of the senior guys on the tour now, he's getting a lot, not older, but for an athlete of his caliber, he's up there in age. So that'll be fun to watch him if he can continue this upswing in performance because he's bounced around with a lot of teams. He's always sort of struggled to find that consistency. You know, a former champion, he's won all of the big events, but he's never found a place where he has been the main guy. He's always had to play second tier to somebody else. And here he can be that established leader and really bring that team into the future. You know, they've got the new car coming up in the next couple of years, so he can help that team develop that. He can help them learn from his experience in the past, what they need to do perhaps to be able to put the best product out there. But I think that that kind of wraps it up for the the NASCAR side of these, this, uh, this season preview. And as I said, the Rolex 24 sports car race, that's coming up 
That is on January 25th and 26th. That is always an exciting event. As I mentioned, it gets the motorsports year going. It gets it kicked off, and it's got that great international flair, and it's right here in the United States. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today's edition of the Fan Early Morning Show. As I said, this is Bill Steinbach. Hope that you guys enjoyed the show, and hopefully I'll be back again doing this, this show sometime very soon. And hope that you have a happy and a healthy new year. Once again, this is Bill Steinbach on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.